3: And this ain't no J-Lo Bashing because right. she's crazy, right. talented. Right. So I saw her at the upfronts. It was me and Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's Jennifer Lumpus over there. You know her, right? I'm like, yeah, I know her. So I go over there and I'm like, what's up, girl? You blew up, what what is going on? She's like, hi. Get some little carrot dip. And I'm going, you know, what's in that carrot dip? You know, because she's your dipping my ass. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got the roll of dice. to swap. all my life, I have be been grinding all my life. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got the roll of dice. to swap. all my life, I have be been grinding
4: all my life. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SHANNON. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code SHANNON only on DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours.
0: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 HopeNY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles in Louisiana, twenty-one plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftKings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources.
4: Hello, welcome to another edition of Club Shay Shay. I am your host, Shannon Sharp. I'm also the proprietor of Club Shay Shay, and the guy that's stopping by for conversation, no drinking today, is uh, Emmy Award winner, comedian, actor, voice actor, writer, producer, musician, director, author, been in the industry almost 40 years, a friend mm-hmm. of mine, Tommy Davidson. What's up, man?
3: Tommy, how you doing, bro? I'm doing long, good. Long, 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 long time. time though, oh, see. oh, wait a minute, Skip, what? You bro, Skip? I nah, no, Skip. Skip! What? <laughs> why? Skip, <laughs> stop, skip. We, uh, we're, not, we're, okay. not, we're not doing you that. Stop not that. Not that. Do, yeah, <laughs> right, right. I love you doing that whenever. Skip, 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 skip. You for real, for real. Skip, skip. Already skip. <laughs> for real. Already, huh? We, you know, we're not We in, we in, we in. Good we to see in. you. Thanks for stopping. Hey, that's love, man. You, that. you, you lighten it up. You lighting up the scoreboard. I, I appreciate
4: that. Yeah, man. You got your start. One of your first gigs you had mm-hmm. as a comedian, mm-hmm. you performed in a strip club. Mm-hmm. How you telling jokes looking at booty?
3: Hey. <laughs> you see that? That was a dart tip.
5: You see that? You see that? Uh, quick- I will give me. Yeah,
3: I will yeah. give me one. Tommy, first one. Crap. <laughs> you know I me. Mean? Actually, 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 that was uh, my friend Howard. Man, that okay. I grew up in my neighborhood. With. Okay. We grew up in the same project. Mm-hmm. We knew each other since we were eight, and um, we lived pretty. A rough neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I had got a job at a Ramada inn when I was 19. Okay. As an assistant chef. Okay. As a chef? As a, an assistant chef. Okay. Right. But I got paid, you know, paid comparably with that, okay. right? At 19. Okay. So I called Howard and I said, Howard, you know, I got this job at the Ramada inn. And da 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 Howard said, you about the stupidest mm, i would ever seen in my life. <laughs> okay. You can be in Hollywood writing your own ticket. You can be like Eddie Murphy, do your own movies, do all that stuff. Right. Like, you just mad that I got a job, Right. you know what I mean? Okay. He's like, nah, man, you should be on the stage. I not want to hear nothing, right? So he called me and said, hey, I got, he called me on my, my phone at home. We right. have a cell phone. You, you, do, right. you know, uh, uh, I got you an opening to go down to the penthouse to do a show. I'm like, the penthouse? The penthouse is the worst strip club in the world, <laughs> okay? The girls got bullet holes in their ass. Uh, 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 the ass. The guards that are out front got shirts on the, uh, that say on the back, don't shoot them, okay? Right. So I'm like, I ain't going down there. He said, he's going to give you five minutes, you know? Right. So he comes over to my house. It's February. It's freezing. I got my Datsun B210 ready. Right. Boom, the radiator breaks, right? The radiator breaks. Right. He gets right back on the bus like nothing. I'll be back next week, he comes back next week, my radiator's fixed, I said, let's go. So we go down to this club and you know, the manager comes out, you know, says him. You know, he's like, yeah, that's my man, you know. You got five minutes, man. And so I'm going, well, Howard, what do you want me to do? He said, I don't care what you do, just get on that mic and say something. I was all right, I got up had, there. Had you worked out anything? No. No, he just said. He just said, "Hey, he knows me." Okay. From the first thing I said, they laughed, and it, and, and I'm sitting here with you now. It was like that.
4: Did you all? Did mm-hmm. you always want to be in showbiz because you took a uh-huh. job as an assistant chef? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Were you uh, running away from this? What, what <laughs> uh, was going on? No, I just,
3: I wanted to be a singer. Okay. That was my thing. I started with the Jackson Five, and I played in bands, and I was I had grown men coming over and asking my mom, "Can he come in?" gig in our band right so that was my thing i was gonna be a big music star okay i didn't really like comedy that much i like Pryor, right because he'll make you laugh no matter what right, right? but I, my, i'm a big fan of ohio players and right. the eagles and but. that was my whole stilo. i watched carol burnett and i'm into the music right okay. and so it didn't look like that was gonna happen you know when i got about 14 I want to do what everybody else did, right? You know, like play football right. and play basketball and all this stuff. Well, that ended when I was fifteen, right? <laughs> because I went, because <laughs> I went away for one summer, one summer, and I came back, and then everybody was out of everybody was bigger. I'm talking about three times my size, and I went in there to one practice, and I was like, okay, that's it. So, <laughs> so um, that career is over, right? right? And so, I always had singing, and that's one of my weapons, right? That I have in my arsenal. Right. You know, but comedy, I didn't know I really had it. I found out because the teacher would go, Oh, so you're the comedian. Right. You going down to the principal's office. Okay. You know, you're gonna put up the black power fist and we doing the national anthem. You know? Right. So the comedy came out of my mother, who's white, right? Right. And my family who's white, who comes down to the elementary school and says he'll learn the national anthem. Right? She used to like to do this. Right. But that's all he knows about himself. He knows, say it loud, I'm black and I'm pr- proud. He knows who he is. Right. But you can teach him anything. Right. Because he'll pick up on it. So that's, that's. I, I just was just funny because I love happiness. I love laughing. Right. And I come from the the laughingest neighborhood in the world, in D.C., Summer Hill. And we, we would tear you up. Right. So it was already there. But a lot... Were, a lot more was there than I could ever imagine. So, were you a cl- class clown? I, I think I was. I was a, a class clown on on on. Um, or were you trying to get attention? No, I was a class clown on on steroids. <laughs> okay, I didn't have to get no attention because I finished finished my work so fast. Right. That then I was just like I was just balling. Okay. You know what I mean? It's, okay. just, it's like I loved to see people happy. Right. You know what I mean? Like the teacher would go, "Hey, I'll be chewing gum and you, you know." And teacher would go, hey, do you have enough gum for everybody else? i go, sure do. Got to hear Juicy Fruit Plenty Pack. Right. Get out of here! You know what I'm <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like. am saying? I had all the answers. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. And so my timing was already uh, uh, impeccable. Right. You know, I watched uh, everybody do everything. And I didn't know they were even impressions. That's the reason why my mother kept saying, man, shut up. I did Al Jarrell. Boom. 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 be dead. She said, could you shut that up? until she saw him on TV. And she said, do that again? You know? So that, that, that was me anyway. Right. You know, Stallone. Well, you my house, Mick. Oh Mick? Why you looking around my house? <laughs> my house stinks, Mick. The ain't stinks, Mick! I'll never ask you for no favors. Yeah, I mean, to fight the fight, I'll fight the
6: fight. You wanna be there,
3: Mick? And it's just stuck. Right. Like, um, and I can, and I don't really practice. Right. If I hear something long enough, Right. It's gonna register. Right. You know what I mean? Like um, Obama, I couldn't get him. So I said, just shut up and just listen to him. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, um, he's on Shaysha. And he's having a good time. He's, he's, he's uh, enjoying the warmth of a fireplace. I, I'm, the only thing missing here is some marshmallows and you have some s'mores in here. You know what, <laughs> what I mean? I'm not talking about the comedian's s'more. I'm talking about s'mores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so from the strip club, <laughs> then you start doing what? Yeah, then um, I started doing, I I opened up for singers. Okay. I I didn't get to a club for a year. Okay. So Patti LaBelle saw me, she said, you're incredible. Uh, Kenny G saw me, he said, you're incredible. Freddie Jackson saw me, you're incredible. Luther Vandross, Anita Baker went on their tour, because I did singing impressions too. Right. You know, and that's what helped me a lot, you know, Rick James, you know. Uh-uh. Wow, I didn't know that. I we- love you just the same. Mary just- I love you, baby, 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 baby. Mary, don't play no games. You know, so I can go hard. Right. And so that's what it was. But people were saying, you need to play in the clubs. Right. Right? And I'd never been in a club. The first night I went to a club, Sinbad was in town. Okay. Right? Sinbad had one Star Search. Remember right. Star Search? Yes. I was all yes, the time. So all the comics were at one club in DC. That's the night I met Martin and Dave Chappelle for the first time. Wow. we all from the same city. Right. And so that's the point I started working clubs. OK. But the big break was I won the Apollo. I didn't win it. Right. But I won it. Right. You know, I got, I don't know how you fix an audience. Right. But the dude did it. You know, there was a singer, Dave Peterson, and there was me. you do it by applause. Right. So the guy goes, Dave Peterson. <laughs> Tommy Davidson. Dave Peason. Tommy Davidson. And then he goes, all right, guys. All right. Do you want Tommy Davidson from Washington, D.C.? Or do you want Dave from New York City? And I was like. "What he got you? Out of there.
4: <laughs> so how did you, so you go from that and you audition. You mm-hmm. were the first uh, to audition for In Living Color, correct?
3: I was the first to get the part. Wow. To get the part. My audition didn't go too well. Yeah, I heard you bombed. I, 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 I heard you based bombed. That, I, 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 you're right. I based, but I based that on the look in their face when I was done. Right. Because I was going up the room and they was like, hey man, see you around, man.
4: So exactly. what, what did they ask you to do? So, so go, you're going in for an audition on Living right.
3: Color. Right, I thought I didn't know what improv was. Right. Right, so I'm going to try to improv, right? So they asked me crazy questions like, you're a drunk Puerto Rican cab driver. Right. Trying to talk to your your, your customers. Right. You know? Hijo, if, if you're going to go downtown, I, I don't go downtown. You know, and I did all these things quick and it was over. Right. That was the audition. I didn't get no feedback and it was over. The reason why I got it Because I was so strong in stand-up. I was so strong in stand-up. I had that football principle. Right. You know, repetition, repetition, Mm -hmm. repetition, 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 repetition. And then stuff starts becoming like an instinct. Right. So I was 30th that night out of 30 of the hottest comics in the business. Okay. Leguizamo, Jim Carrey, Jamie, everybody, Jamie Foxx, everybody wanted the show. Right. And there I was, right? 30th. Okay? And... um as I'm on the, on the sidewalk, because I never watched other, other comedians. Right. You know what I mean? I just kind of did my own thing. and My manager kept coming out and going, you can't do this bit because somebody did that one. Right? And then they come out again and say, you can't do that bit because such and such did that one. So my show was getting a little bit shorter, shorter, shorter. as I go. But I, but I was confident in what I had, because we always worked. We, we worked on comedy with a discipline. My, my manager had a stopwatch. I know how much two minutes is, six minutes is, an hour, 46 minutes, two minutes, you know, just by running through my stuff. And I knew my right. stuff really, really well. Right. I hated it. I hated it that he'd take me out to the pool and make me work on my stand-up when no one's around and get the timing. But I'm glad he did. Did you know that you were a part, about to be part of history? Nah, nah, not at all. I knew that, um, the real, the real thing about the whole thing was, I actually was about to go home, you know? I'd had enough of Hollywood, man. Mm-hmm. I've been here, I, 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 I kicked ass for three years in the clubs. Okay. I had, I had a job back home. I had, I had a, a, a Celica GT, a 78 that I got from my mother's credit union. Okay. And I still had my B210, I had an apartment. Right. You know, with, with wall-to-wall carpet and a cat, you know, and plenty of roaches, though. I mean, all right. you mind, you, you just take the hamper and shake it out in the street every couple of months. You know what I mean? They love wicker, by the way. So, (laughs) so, so so I'm, you know, I came out here to, and I was catching the bus. Right. You couldn't catch me on the bus alive, boy, because we used to go uh, to do laundry on the bus. Bus, yeah. Our groceries on the bus. Yeah, Life was the bus, and we lived in the winter, too. Yeah. So I'm on the bus, three a day, okay? I'm working up till one in, I'm working up till till one in the morning and I'm up at like five, right? Mm-hmm. Because once I get off around uh, three-ish or something like that, I start at the clubs. And right. we hit every club until no one was open no more. Right. And they were saying to me for three years, and I was turning it out. They were saying, you're not what we're looking for. You're not what we're looking for. Did it, I mean, so what were they looking for? Well, it, it looked like all the white comments weren't getting that comment. And they weren't getting, getting um, standing ovations. Right. So I surmised that it was that, you know? Mm-hmm. And some things, to me, are like societal rules that right. are in between the rules. Right. Like, I used to be late to school. My sister looks like Cindy Brady, OK? OK.
6: All
3: right, my brother looked like uh, uh, David Cassidy. I mean, y'all gotta be old, Yeah. all right? But, but I'd go to school. Late, and she go to school late, and the punishment for that was you have to sign up for detention. Right. She used to be able to go straight to class, and right. I had to sign up for It'd detention. So here come my mother again. I used to think she was crazy. She came, sat down with the principal who was black. She said, okay, so what the f- is the problem here? And he was going, what, what's going on, Miss Davidson? What's going on? He said, she said, why does my daughter get to go to class, and my son have to sign up for detention? And he said, well, we didn't know that was your daughter, man. She said, why does that oh, make any difference? You know, Mm -hmm. and he said, we'll get that straight. We'll get that straight. But my mother does this, man. I said, she said, you're coming with me today. And I was like, man, here come one of these speeches. She took me to the park. She sat me on a a picnic bench, me and her. She would talk to me. She said, I need you to know something about the world you live in, Okay? It's going to bother you, but it's a fact. She said, your sister can actually be late. But you can't. If you want to be successful in this world, you can't be late at all. It's just the way it works. you know." And I hated that. Right. I wanted to cry. But she was right. So I thought it was that rule. Right. I just connected to that. But I kept going. And I started getting more and more I won at the at the comedy store because finally I, I got a shot in the main room. Right. Okay. This is the big night. Pryors there and Richards there, and everybody plays that room, you know. And I got a call from the comedy store, and they said you're in the main room tonight. And I was like, oh, okay. Who am I hosting for? Right. You're like, who am I bringing on? I'm MC, and they was like, no, you're on the show. Wow. I was like, what? Okay, so then who am I hosting for? They said, no, you got 30 minutes. I said I got 30 minutes, never got that. Right. 30 minutes, but I could do an hour. Right. Right? 30 minutes? Who else is on the show? They told me, Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor, it's just y'all three. Wow. Okay?
6: Ooh, it's pressure. Richard's Tommy. on
3: first, it's two two shows a night, Friday and Saturday. Eddie goes on first, the first show Friday, uh, uh, and and, and um, Pryor goes second, and it's it's flip-flop for the other Right, right, and then the very next night, it was the same thing, and how did I do? How did you do Francis Asbury Tarkenton dropped back and hit his hit his receivers for eighty yards <laughs> in the third quarter. <laughs> But then, but then Larry Zonker gave the Purple People Eater intergestion as he used his helmet as a battering ram. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm my old NFL film. I, I see. <laughs> you know center. what I mean? Yeah, it was like the interception. with John ascender. Yeah, that that the interception with 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 Willie with, with, Davis. Yeah, baby, that's what it was because it was time. Right. It was my time. How mm-hmm. was it?
4: You mentioned you got Jim Carrey, who's not Jim Carrey yet. Right. You got Jamie Foxx, who's not Jamie mm-hmm, Foxx yet. Mm-hmm. Uh you mentioned John Leguizamo. I mean there's so many, you got the weigh-ins who were how was it how did the egos mesh? How did you divvy up time? How did you determine who's gonna do this kid, who's gonna be with that person, who's gonna be with this person?
3: Kinda like when you was with T D and um and um, McCaffrey and them. Yeah. And um they had another running back I like. He's coached now, Tony Anthony. Anthony Lee. Uh, yeah, just Kind of how you felt, you mm-hmm. know? You gotta play your game no matter what.
4: Play but your you want the ball, though. Yeah.
3: You want the ball. But if you're having success, everybody's gonna... Right. There's enough of the power going around. Exactly, exactly, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, when we got on that platform, everything counted, and, and Keenan was smart. He knew how to get the best out of us. Right. He made us work against each other, not in a negative way. Right. But if it's not funny, it won't make the show. Period. You gotta work with the writers yourself wow. and write your own sketches. Right. You gotta present your characters to us, everybody, to the writers, to the producers, to right. the actors. You gotta present it to everybody. Right. You gotta be funny in that room and that goes on the show. Did you? Okay, did, next. Did
4: you guys ever work together? Did you say, okay, Jamie, hey, Check this out. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this, this, and this? Or did you get with Jim Carrey? Said Jim, "What do you think about this?" David Allen, mm-hmm. David Allen mm-hmm. Greer was also on that show. Mm-hmm. So did you guys get together and says, "Okay, mm-hmm. I think we'll be great if we do
3: this." Yeah, but that happened with everybody in Living Color. That's why it was special, because we did it with the cameramen, we did it with the makeup women, we did it with the wardrobe people. Everybody had a, everybody had a feedback. Okay. So when we were in, when we were we were in rehearsal, right we were all giving each other, no, 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 don't do that, don't, don't do that, man. Remember, you said the chicken before. Right. You said, no, no, don't say that. Don't, don't say a pelican or a duck, man. Say the chicken, the chicken. Didn't the chicken work, y'all? Right. So we're all in it together. Right. We're all in it together, but that okay. one sketch that you're the lead of, that's your sketch. Right. So the more you were seen, what? You know what I mean? Right. The more laughs you got, the right, more opportunities right. you're going to
4: get for the next episode to be up in,
3: in exactly, more Exactly, exactly. It's like, um, who told me this? Lonzo Highsmith. You know Lonzo? Yeah, I do know how. Right, Hyde uh, told me, I said you can probably play right now, couldn't you? Well, I could probably play right now. I could probably play. I could probably play a, maybe a quarter. He said, but I ain't got another training camp in me. Right. It's like that. He's like, do right, do right, do right, do right. People on your shoulder, the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it was. That's what it was. But. How do you make how do you make it
4: funny a second and third time? Because like normally like say, <laughs> save that for the show. Yeah. Don't leave that on the right. cutting room right. floor. So how if somebody's heard it? Right. Because normally something's right.
3: only funny once. Right. Right. So how do you like okay <laughs> and then make sure? <laughs> yeah, I think Keenan did that and he created a monster. Mm-hmm. So he said, "Y'all get one take. You know, the rest of it's yours. Don't never tell us that." We improv everything from that first take. Oh, okay. We, it was a, it was a, we had a competition going under the under the radar. Right. What can I say that you haven't heard before that's gonna make you laugh right in the middle of the sketch? Yeah. And we was doing that constantly, constantly. So if you watch the show, right, Jim Carrey could be going, I just fire and fire what it was and do that again. Hold on, hold on. He caught a quick, quick one-hander. Yeah. He, he did a quick out. You see that? Um, um, and and, and you be over there going, because <coughs> I'm playing this serious guy named right. Benny, right. and he's supposed to be in my mansion. You know what I mean? But Jim Carrey, when he gets hit by the Sushers, by the emergency right. squad, he doesn't just go down. Right. Like, he's supposed to go down to the floor, you know, and then get up and say his line. Tommy, I mean, Benny, I'm a fire marshal. Well, when he goes down, he goes... <laughs>
6: I'm a fireman
3: okay now the the director is saying cut stop it Jim stop that we don't have time we can't be Or oh, I lost my cell or never uh, if we don't have time you know we gotta get to the next thing we're doing right take two and action <laughs> <laughs> okay eight times and I'm in tears. Right. My eyes are swollen. Jim, you can't do it again. He said, "I ain't got to." That's how we were. We got so bad because Keenan said, "Y'all can bust loose." He got to the point where he was coming back to us in the back and going, "Damn, I got winded by that, Jim. <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> Let me breathe for a second, man." Um, um, he came back to the back and would say to us, "You guys, we're gonna lose the show." We're gonna lose the show. If y'all keep doing that, we're gonna lose the show. I can't keep these censors off of you. I can't. You guys gotta help me, man. Right. And he leave the room and we were like.
5: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: yeah, right! Right. Right! You know what I mean? Because right. that's why it was special. Right. People when, got the real thing. When you found out, why do you think the show was canceled? I can only, I can only imagine. Um, Because Keenan's the one that knows. But I just think that we weren't utilizing the whole cast. Right. You know, we at at a point we only utilized Jim and certain players, you know what I mean? Right. And it didn't take away from the talent of the group. But that's what made the team. Right. You know? So, you know, it was the thing that made in Living Color the best was you didn't know what you were gonna see because there were so many different variations. Right. So they started seeing it in repetition. And I think what they asked and this is only me being there and watching it, yeah. and trying to be trying to be objective, they started asking for new episodes. Like you got to give us something new. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um or we're going to run reruns. And so he didn't feel too good about that. That's his show anyway. Right. Um I would if I were him I'd say I don't know if you're going to tell me what to do with my show. Right. You know what I mean? His job probably hard enough trying to get, get everybody in there. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. And then deal with us on the, on. The, I mean, we were hard. Right. We were really hard. But we just wouldn't stop. Right. You know? And so I think that that's what happened. But I don't really know. Because I wasn't there you in that in the meeting, meeting with Fox, you know? I wasn't there. Uh, uh Pep. You know Pep? Dante. Dante Cobra? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Dante ends up leaving Minnesota. All the players are like, hey, he was my best friend. We used to have an orphanage together. There was, you know, I got introduced to the NFL years, years ago, you, you know, yeah. you got a, I got an NFL thing. And um, he ended up leaving. Right. And they said, well, what happened? He said, man, I went and talked to the owner. And that was that. He shared with some other people. Right. You know, right. the inside of whatever right. happened. Right. But you're not really going to know unless you were there. there. There wasn't podcasts then. Right. Where you can get, and, and, and once it's over, you can right. talk freely and right, not have right. to worry about, you know, the good old boy Network busting you down or none of that. Right. You know, you can talk freely, but you have to keep something to yourself well, then. Right. You know? how, how much of mm-hmm.
4: what you guys did then mm-hmm. would you be able to get away with now?
3: Uh, we'd probably be on the air <laughs> for about... <laughs> we'd probably be on the air for about five minutes you know what I mean? Because we just going to go for it. Right. Yeah, we're going to be canceled.
6: Right. You know,
3: by culture. By cancel, right. can, the cancel cancel culture. culture. Yeah, as soon as we, you know, you're living cancel culture. <laughs> right. You float on the moon like a balloon. Just cancel culture. Right. You know? Never too late and it's never too soon. Take it to me, it's I right to be canceled. Okay? Yeah. But, in truth, it shouldn't happen to us. Why? Because... How are you going to uh, uh, do a uh, culture cancel of us? Mm-hmm. How are you going to cancel culture? We are culture. Right. How do you cancel something you are? Right. We're everything that you are, right? Right. We, 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 we uh, uh, emphasize on gays. We emphasize on me- Mexicans, Asians, whites. We're a societal show that shows each and every aspect of the humor and the love that our country has. That binds us. Right. You see what I mean? And that's what made us really, really good. There was really no division on the show. Right. It was all black and white. Right. You know, black people, if you ask them in a consensus what their favorite shows are, they'll probably put Andy Griffith first, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Lucy, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> Beverly Hillbillies. Uh, 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 I can go on to Bionic Man. Right. You know, it ain't just good times. And you, you can right. ask white people yeah. what was your favorite show? They probably put. Uh, 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 what's, what's the one of them? We're moving on, up. Uh, move Jefferson. Yeah, they they put, put that first. Right. They put the Jefferson first. They put good time, good time first. You know, we all always laughed at the same things. Right. If we didn't, Al Jolson would have never had a career. Right. You know, way back then, that's how everybody talked. Right. It was an accepted thing with blackface. You see? And that's how I, that's, that's how we got to that, that stage in culture
5: mm-hmm.
3: was because them boys came home from Vietnam, right? We got busing. Women lived, got their live going. Right. You know, uh, Mexicans got their rights. You know, the farm pickers and that whole thing. It was just this whole culture thing that happened in the 70s where it was cool and hip. It was actually hip to know other people's culture. Right. It actually was cool when you held hands with people and you said the word love right. and peace. Love and peace were in style. Right. Right. The big old peace sign and a right on brother. You see right. that coming from both the hippies and 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 us. Right. You see. Right. So we got to that point. Right. And so this was an outgrowth of that where we were doing, you know, we did Lucy, but we did it our style. Right. You see what I mean? Right. We did the honeymooners. We did our you know, we did parodies of everything that we saw when we were kids. Right. And everything that we saw in our Hollywood adult life, our, our, our movies, mm-hmm. three champs and a baby. You know, me and Jamie used to do that, uh, those two bodyguards. Right. Right. Uh, 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 so I go, you, 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 you ain't Tupac. And he go, yeah, 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 you ain't Tupac. Because if you are Tupac, you'd be coming in here like, 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 Drake.
5: Right.
3: right? Right. Well, that was actually from Rain Man. Right. The sketch was called Main Man. So it's just a black version of, of, of Rain Man. Right. So we were just a uh, reflection of what culture really is, right? And didn't it change everything? It did. Nothing's been the same, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But the corporations went to the bank, right? In the billions by now, right? Uh, Gatorade, Nike, uh, uh, PlayStation. What you know? Mm-hmm. Went to the moon, right? The, the sneaker, right. Th- Boom went. We were hip hop, right? Before hip hop got cor- corporate, mm-hmm. so we launched that revolution, and then we launched the revolution out in the suburbs. Where they are white kids, mm-hmm. a few black ones, right? Then we we launched a revolution in in the inner city schools because the those kids couldn't believe they were having that, right? And they were seeing themselves in roles, you see. So they probably could try to cancel culture us if we came out, but I, I don't think it would be nothing pretty, right? You know what I mean? Right. And that's what not what we were about, right? You know? Right. So if we can't talk about nothing, we might as well talk about nothing until it's all right to talk about something. something. You know what I mean? Do you feel Keenan gets the credit he deserves? That
4: family and what he, and in living color, you had to see it. You, mm-hmm. you, you, you had to, re- I mean, back then you, you, you mm-hmm. recorded it. Mm-hmm. Or you found a way to get home, but you had to see mm-hmm. what you guys were going to do. Uh-huh.
3: Mm-hmm. Does he get the credit that he deserves? No, no. And even I give him credit that no. I didn't that I didn't really realize until after the show. Right. I didn't know how, how much of a genius he was when it comes to comedy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know his people skills were so, I mean, amazing. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, as a producer, he was an unbelievable writer. He's an unbelievable director. He'd already direct two movies, three movies Right. to do that show. His family make you jealous. Because when they see each other, even the guys kiss each other on the cheek when they see each other, I'm like, damn, I couldn't have family like that. You know, <laughs> right. it's like, hey, brother, hey. And they hug right. for a minute. And you got what is this family? You know what I mean? So they had love, too. Right. You know, right. He's out of New York City. So he got a street sense, you know, but went to college, got a book sense. Mm-hmm. But he got his own sense, got good sense. His mom and his daddy hardworking. Right. You see, but it's his genius. I'll give you an example. We were doing, um, he, he asked me, you know, we had to come up with stuff because it wouldn't get on the show. So yeah. right, we knew something. So he said, Tommy, sitting there, everybody looking through this group. Tommy, um, do you have a Michael Jackson sketch? I said, yep. And then my mom was like, oh, you ain't got no time to tell Michael Jackson. What you, what, you, what you want to do. What you want to do? You, you don't tell him yes now. He said, I want it tomorrow. I said, cool. I ran upstairs, I grabbed the writer, man, me and the writer wrote the song out, wrote the sketch out. I called the guy who does all the music. Right. I went right from the job to his house. We stayed up until six in the morning and recorded that thing. He recorded it, put it together. We took it in that afternoon. We put that sketch on his feet, you know, with all the stuff, right. cameras and everything, mm-hmm. you know, because Keenan had heard the song. He said, "Let's do it," and set up all the other production stuff. So we're in there. I'm singing the song and walking through, and then stop, do this part, stop. Do this part and we do all this stuff, right? We're running plays, right? Right. Just to get it in get it in your, you know, so right. after the first snap, you ain't gotta right. it's in you, right? So this is when Keenan comes in. Keenan comes in when all that's done, and Keenan just goes, do this, do this, do that. So Keenan comes over, he goes, hmm, okay, Tommy, when you're when you're walking down the sidewalk from here to here, don't just walk. Um, anybody got any uh, chalk? We're gonna put a hopscotch there for you. So you hopscotch from there to here, okay? So then when you go down the rest of the rest of the um, sidewalk, you're gonna get to here,
5: mm-hmm.
3: right? This is the edge of the sidewalk. So do we have a fan? One of those big giant fans? Yes, we do. We're gonna, I'm gonna have a bunch of leaves mm-hmm. and wind just blow you back, okay? When you go to hit the car window, don't just hit the car window, go, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you're- then he came up with that last line. You know, he said, "You know, am I black or white?" And Keenan said, uh, 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 "You're under arrest." The police says, "You're under arrest." And I, and then I look at the camera and go, "Well, I guess I am black." <laughs> right. He just he just tops it off. Right. He just tops it off. Um, you knew somebody like that who don't get credit, Shanahan. Right. Y'all wasn't supposed to win nothing. Right. Yeah. All y'all played regal football. All y'all were mm-hmm. all y'all were just like any other team. Right. But he was able to find a way to make it work.
0: Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Don't miss the full season of FX's epic limited series, Shogun. Set in feudal Japan, Shogun tells the story of one warrior in the fight of his life as a mysterious European ship arrives in Japan. Catch FX's new international spy thriller, The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. The Veil is a globetrotting game of truth and lies between two women with thousands of lives hanging in the balance and crime fans don't miss the all new series under the bridge inspired by shocking true events starring riley keogh and lily gladstone under the bridge tells the haunting story of a murder that lays bare a small community's darkest secrets so come check out what's new on hulu this month it's streaming now and is waiting for you on hulu
2: when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year
4: 100,000 mile limited warranty you stop thinking about what you can't do
1: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get y'all working together and for y'all, for y'all to buy
3: into your roles. Right. And look what happened. Right. Twice. I saw in that Atlanta game, right, Atlanta came down twice, bap, bap, bap. They, they going for the third one. All right, we're coming in this first quarter, right? So they ran a play and Romanowski blitzed and just missed him by an inch, somebody on the sideline must have said, do it again. Right. Because they came and did it again. You know, Rome got him. Bam. And it, right. turn, it changed the emotion on the sideline. You ain't look back because that momentum, Right. that momentum came right. back. You know, it's kind of like the same science. The,
4: the writers on the show, how mm-hmm. much credit does the writers get? Because you said a lot of what you did mm-hmm. was between you and the writers. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. And so you guys have to be in sync. It's just mm-hmm. like Rogers, Ginger Rogers and Fred Astaire. Yeah. Yep. She had the hardest job because she had to do what he was <laughs> right, doing right, backwards, right. but she had to do it in heels. Right, right, right. right. So, <laughs> they're writing this. And, a pretty good observation, man. You know <laughs> so, so So, how difficult was it their job? Because they've got to write mm-hmm. according to you. Right, Because right. what might be good for you might not be good for Jamie right. or David Allen Greer right, right. or Jim Carrey right. or John Leguizamo.
3: Mm-hmm. So, how... Uh, how was that? Uh, and you writing with different guys mm-hmm. all uh-huh. the time. It's not the same writer. Every right, single right, week. right. It's got to be a personal process. You know, the best, best writers know all that. Mm-hmm. And so they'll do their own homework. Okay. You know, they'll okay. go, oh, Tommy, I didn't write this, but how would you say that? You know? Right. Would you say that like that? Because I'm thinking if you said it this way, then that would be the opposite of how right. you would say it. Right. So, you know, uh, uh, and I'll say, well, let's try them both when we go to the rehearsal. Right. If one do not work, I'll do right. the other one. They were there, every inch of the way. When they stopped something, one of, the, one of the writers would come in and go, don't forget that you did that about the Purple Bunny, man. You can't forget that. Come on, man, it's killing, like that. Right. And so they were involved in and I'll give you their credits, okay? Friends, Martin, mm-hmm. uh, 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 how many shows are they responsible for? They actually were the executive, they are actually the executive Producers of the hottest and best shows that lasted the longest in Hollywood are writers. Wow! And we had a veritable uh, a difference in every writer. We had Franklin the Jai. We had we had we had black writers, white writers, Jewish writers, Spanish writers. We had all kind of writers. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they were all, and a lot of them were really really smart kids. Right. They went to college and mm-hmm. with degrees and this the thing. So they they're bringing a lot of um. They're bringing a lot of intelligence. Mm-hmm to the sketches right you know what i mean mm-hmm. they can match the intelligence the natural intelligence of us right with what we had to deal with with this country we got to be real brilliant because we is like well we can't do nothing but we got to do something right and we get that something done you know
4: they look at him people say well there was a lot of nepotism going on because mm-hmm. he had his brothers in he mm-hmm. had his sisters in and i heard marlon say it's like f f nepotism <laughs> He says, I'm doing this, and if I can't put my family on, what the hell am I doing it for?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's true. And he's right about it. And he's right about it. But um, let's just say the receiver in the game is your brother. Right. All right. And it's 25 on the clock, you know? You got about two passes that's going to him, and he'll drop everything from game on back. Right. Who you going to? Just because? You see what I'm saying? Right. We're on a field and we're playing a game. Right. You see what I'm saying? It wasn't like they weren't doing their job and they were still getting right. roles. They were performing. Right, but they got a chance to play. Right. There's a lot of people that were, you know, with were, were juco and should have been in the league and you know it. Right. But it's a game. It's bigger than just the, the act, actual activity. Right. So once I saw that and realized that, if you're on the other end of it, that it doesn't feel so good because right. you want to be a part of it. Right. With me personally, I just wanted to be a part of the
5: family,
6: right?
3: You know, and I am, right? And I am. The first thing his father said to me, his father loved me. His whole family loved me. I got a movie. I was the first one to get a big movie, Strictly Business, right, with with Halle Berry. And Rick, and, yeah, right, right. So a lot of people were easy with that, and I was kind of like, ah, oh, man. But when I went to the premiere, uh-huh. it was me and Halle in the, in the, in the limousine. We drive up and we get out in the the rope is there, and all the people are there. And guess who's there? His father. And his father go, Tommy! 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 Tommy Davidson, baby! He's proud of you like he's a father. Yeah. Like you're his son. Yeah, and Keenan treated me like he was one of his brothers. You know, I'm going through trouble or whatever. He'll say, hey, man, you got to get that right. You know? Right. You work too hard. Right. I froze up on my first sketch on In the Living Color, right? right? So because I, I realized I was on TV. <laughs> So I'm ready, and I'm this comic that came from D.C., and I'm ready to do this sketch, right? And I saw the red, the red, uh, dot. <laughs> the red dot on the camera, and I was like,
2: <laughs> I turned
3: into, like, a skull, right? And then right. I'm there. You know, and they go, Tommy, Tommy. Tommy, Tommy. And then finally, Damon walked over to me. He put his arm around me, man. He said, nigga, <laughs> you work way too hard to get here. You over in that apartment with your baby. You know, I watch you in them clubs. All you gotta do, just do it. You know. You know, and that's how that's how they are. So it's 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 a half a dozen of one. You know, it's a tough process because you wanna want to win the game. Right. Right? But the way that the game is played, you know, I don't care how you slice it. It's team. Right. And roles. You know, you don't get that. Style. I remember um, um, Denny Green when um, remember the, when the Vikings were packed. Mm-hmm. They had Chris. They had Moss. Mm-hmm. They had Robert. Remember Roberts? Robert? Robert. They had mm-hmm. every- Jordan mm-hmm. at T. Mm-hmm. They had that defense. They had everything. Pep. Mm-hmm. They had it all. They were the machine and they lost in the first round of Phoenix. You remember mm-hmm. that? And so they were broken because that was their year. Right. They mm-hmm. should have been in Atlanta. Right. But I guess so. Right. I guess they'd have been playing y'all.
4: Yeah, they yeah. lost to the Falcons in the championship game.
3: Yeah, and that hurt. that was Randall Cunningham. Right, and that okay, and that hurt me because I'm a Minnesota fan. Right, I'm um, that long story. So, so how you gonna be their fan? You had just came and did our Super Bowl party. <laughs> hey man, I got uh, hey <laughs> what kind of bull job is that? Hey man, you done came and did our
4: food, <laughs> paid our food, got our money.
3: <laughs> hey, I'm a player. Pay me.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was Neil Smith. I know. Yeah, Neil was like, that's my man. Yeah. and that that's when I discovered. I, I learned through the players what the game really is. Right. It's a freaking war, man. Mm-hmm. It ain't no joke. You look at Jim, we're gonna talk about some mm-hmm. of the guys mm-hmm. that came from the show, Jim,
4: and he was as big, I mean, the mm-hmm. range that he has, Ace Ventura, mm-hmm. The Mask, Truman mm-hmm. I mean, you you look mm-hmm. at what he was like, why hasn't he been liar, liar? Why hasn't he been as active recently as he mm-hmm. as
3: he was? I only know from my personal standpoint. He's done what he wanted to do.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: He's, he's hit his pinnacle. He's made as much money as he can make or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. I just know him as a person. Right. He I'm one of my best friends. Right. And um, he just wants to become a better person. Right. And do better things. He has, he has. He's it's a, about him. What's going on? Mo- he's a tremendous motivational yeah, speaker. Yeah, it's it's about what's going on on him on the inside. Mm-hmm. Because he knows that those outside things aren't going to fix you. Right. So he strives to, to just stay on what got him there. Right. You know, knowledge of his family, where right. he grew up. Right. You know, just just all of that stuff that counts. Right. You know, when I got in some of my final, not final interviews, but later, when I'd established myself, mm-hmm. I would have people ask me, you know, what was your greatest accomplishment? And I'd start naming projects. Now I just say, uh, my greatest accomplishment was being Barbara Davidson's youngest son, Tommy. Wow. Because that meant something. Right. You know, my mother was the kind of woman that would like, You know, we was on welfare. Right. You know, and and um, you know, you know, we coming up, we coming up the stairs with groceries, you know, and she would start giving the little kids food, man. Right. She said some of them were so small they can only carry one carton of milk. Right. You know? And I used to say, What are you doing? I used to think she was crazy. She'd get up in my face too, you mean what am I doing? I'm doing it. Ask me what I'm doing. You got everything you need? I was like, yes, (laughs) ma'am. Okay. I'm proud to be her son. Right. Because I still have that in me. She was trying to show me the universal law of exchange. Right. That if you give, you'll always have. Right. A closed hand can't receive or give. Right. So she taught me that. And I realized that that's my greatest accomplishment. Right. Now I can get an iron... You know, statue. statue yeah. I, I'd like to have one. You know, without the smack, um, and uh, without the diggum smack. Yeah. Uh, no one called it diggum smack. Huh? You almost got one. Yeah. Though. I almost got one. Yeah, before.
4: Yeah. You let him in before, before. we Hey, hey, hey. I was gonna bring it up, but hey, you want, what right. you, What's club, you
3: try to do? Is this Club Shay Shay? Yeah, it is. All right, it's Club Shay Shay. so Amy. We talking? We tell it. All right. He at the Lakers game. Talking, what are y'all gonna do, let him dudes? <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I'm like, hold on. I'm like, oh, i to forget that. That that I'm, that's South Carolina, okay? That's a long story. South Carolina? Are you kidding me? So he he at the, at the edge of the court going, what what? Which one of y'all want something? It's like I'm like, it ain't one of them. <laughs> it's a it's a whole it's a whole just really quick about South Carolina, okay? And I leave it alone. I'm from Georgia, huh? I'm I good. I know you was from Georgia. I'm I thought you were from South. No, my brother went to South Carolina. Okay. No, y'all one so from South Carolina? Mm-mm. Okay, then I ain't gonna talk about it. Okay. We're gonna put that back there. Okay. But I heard that there were more players in the league from South Carolina than anywhere. No, I don't think so. Okay. Probably
4: Texas, California, Florida. Georgia, we in there, though.
3: Okay, okay. Skip, what are you... What are you... <laughs> no. Um, no, <laughs> no. No, no. <laughs> I do it. But it's like I forgot what I was saying. Where was I? Oh, oh, that. It's yeah. uh, uh, trigger me Jim. again.
4: Jim Carrey. And, um, you see these grays right here? Uh, I got a few myself. Mm-hmm. Well, you forgot to die before you came in today. Mm-hmm. You ain't want, to want to look young.
3: Yeah, that's why I put this on. It, 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 it kind of balances out. You know, if I don't wear this and I wear a white t-shirt, you'll be going, we're doing a show with Bentley tonight. <laughs> uh, cookie, cookie uh, uh, what is his name? The old dude did the cookies? Oh, oh uh, Amos. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're famous, we, we got Dick Gregory here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> but you were saying about Jim, right. That's when I realized, you know, um that this wasn't about as much. Right. You know, me and Jim me and um, um Will had a run in. Yeah, was you Yeah, you tried He tried to put his wife in a lip yeah, lock. Yeah, yeah. Ay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't find out that for 15 years. Cause he never told me that. See, he came into the he came into the trailer and I was sitting down, right? He's standing over me like this. And he's like, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. And I'm like, well, what you talking about? I always know to play it off. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, tone. Well, I'm sitting down. Hold so, on. Oh,
4: this was 15 years later? Or was it? No, the- this was then. Then, then, okay. then I didn't find out why. Right. OK, OK. I was asking okay. him why then, but he right. wouldn't say nothing.
3: Right. Right, and I'm going, what's going on, man? Tell me what's happening, man. And since he was standing yeah. and I was sitting, I was a real nice fella. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that's that's about physics, right? right? Right. Right. So I'm like, you know, oh man, what's going on, man? I mean, hey, man, he's like, I don't appreciate that, you know what I'm saying? And Jada's going, well, well, I'm saying, but uh, I mean, what, what's happening, man? Now you tell me what's happening. Hmm. Hmm. You know when a dude does this? He about to bottom lip? Hmm? Hmm? You about to do something bad? You might do something, about. right? So Some, I'm uh, so I'm like, you know, I did the I did the whole. You remember the snake? Yeah, yeah. I did the snake. Well, well, what you know, and got up. Right. And then I was like, you know, so what are you talking about, man? And I was still in that posture. So you didn't really know what he was actually talking I about? I did- didn't, but I know what he was doing. Right. So I was like, come on, man. I mean, what's up? Just tell me what's up. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know what's up. You know what's up. So, so finally I just said, this is a small place and people are here. You want? We should talk about it. Right. Me and you outside because it right. looked like you're going to need to get something off okay. your chest. Right. right. And then Jada was like, oh, no, 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 y'all. No, y'all. And I was like, what do you mean, no, y'all? Tell him. Tell him. And that was the end of that. Right. You see? Right. And I never knew. It wasn't until my book came out. Right. Years later. Right. Where I counted that as one of the things that really bothered me and hurt me. Right. Bad, because I didn't know and I look up to him, and I love him to death. So you really you know didn't I
4: mean, know why he was upset? You really, had no earthly idea no earthly that it idea. was because of an on-screen
3: kiss or a attempt to kiss no. or what was going on? No. You know, but I didn't know why when I was taking the subway up with my cousin uptown to the Bronx, I didn't know why when we were 14 and, and why these 19, 18, 20-year-olders on the other side of the train are looking at us going, What? Hmm? What? We'll bust your ass. What? I ain't know that neither. Right. But I still was like, huh? Right. You know, waiting for that damn. So how, yeah. so, how, so 15 years later, how did you find out? This is how I found out. I put it in the book, you know, and um, I found out about literature. You can't put something in a book about somebody. Right. Unless they sign off on it. Right. Oh. Right. Okay. So I was like, uh-huh. You know, and I didn't want to put stuff like that in the book anyway. Right. But I was trying to be real honest about right. my experiences so I can show that you can go through anything and still be successful. Right. And still be a good person. Right. You know what I mean? And I, I was able to do that, but it's not easy. Right. You know, but you can do it. Right. right? So I went to his best friend, Charlie Mack. You know Charlie Mack? I, I, I remember the song. Charlie Mack. Everywhere man. we go we downtown yeah. to a show, we have yeah. two necessities: Charlie Mack and the limo. Right. Well, that's like Charlie Mack. You're gonna see him at every game. Mm-hmm. If it's the Super Bowl, it's a, if it's a, if it's the Kentucky Derby, you're gonna see Charlie Mack, and that's Will's best friend. Right. So I called Charlie. I said, Charlie, um, what you think about this? He said, Yeah, 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 You, you know, uh, uh, you know, Will, Will, Will cool, cool, and uh, Jada cool too. Just, give me the quote, and I, I send it to him. And, 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 and they call you. They call you, Tom. I send it to him. Call me. Him and Jada. She said they said, Yeah, go ahead and put that in there. Go ahead and put that. And what I put was that I I, that I thought in the book, I thought the only thing that could be possible was the producers came to my trailer right when we were on the last scene. It was a kissing scene. Right. And they said, The kissing scene's now, not later on tonight. We gotta do that now. And I said, But I haven't rehearsed with Jada. That's the most important rehearsal that you can ever have. Right. You put oh, your lips on a female right. on screen. Right. And so and I was like, we never got a chance to work that right. out. You can make it look real if right. she's working with you and right. everything, right? Without kissing, right? Right. And so I said, I can't do that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. They said, well, we'll ask her. So they went and came back. She said, just go for it. And even then I was like, I ain't just going to go for it. You know, but I know I have to make it look real. Right. So I'm trying to make it look real, and she's kind of uncomfortable about right. it, you know? Right. But we got through it, and you never could tell. Right. That's all I wanted, right, Right. was, was to get it to play into the film. Right. That's all we want, right? right. You know, you at TE, one wrong block, right. Right? right? I mean, y'all, you know, it ain't like the receivers out here, all the glory. Right. All is blocking, right. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you got to do it right, right? So I got it in there. And so they called me and said, hey, that is what happened. Wow. Yeah, and I didn't find out for that long. It was more than 15 years. That was about back in 2000. Right. So it was more than that long. Right. So I had saw that side, you know? And there's nothing you can do in certain circumstances, as far as I'm concerned. Right. The way that I um, grew up and saw things. Right. You know, I made a, a, a good observation after trial by ass-whipping.
6: Right. Right. <laughs> okay? Right.
3: When emotions is high, common sense is at all time low. Yeah.
0: Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Don't miss the full season of FX's epic limited series, Shogun. Set in feudal Japan, Shogun tells the story of one warrior in the fight of his life as a mysterious European ship arrives in Japan. Catch FX's new international spy thriller, The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. The Veil is a globetrotting game of truth and lies between two women with thousands of lives hanging in the battle. And crime fans, don't miss the all new series, Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events, starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. Under the Bridge tells the haunting story of a murder that lays bare a small community's darkest secrets. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and is waiting for you on Hulu. If
1: you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
3: Common sense is at all time yeah. low. And how low can you go? Right. You see what I mean? Yeah. So knowing that fact and just sticking on to, to what I learned. Mm-hmm. When I was a little kid, you know, my 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 brother and sister being white and me being black wasn't a big deal to me until I found out I was black. I grew up in on Fort Collins, Colorado and Wyoming. Okay. Found in the trash, yeah, took you- it straight out there. And I thought we I was a brown one of whatever we were, because right. I saw litters. Right. So a black cat can have a white one, a brown one, a speckled one. I thought we were born like that. Right. And I'm a brown one of whatever we are. Right. Well, when we got to D.C., King had just got shot. There were riots. Right. And the black kids the next day were whipping our ass all day. And they were saying, get the white cracker and get the white cracker lover. This is the things I learned. Right. You know, and I was, I was going, well, this is stupid. So I went to my mother. I said, why are they attacking me, saying I like white crackers? I like graham crackers. <laughs> graham crackers, you don't gotta have water with right. them. Or nothing, you just chew them, get you the apple juice, and you're good. White cracker, you be like Schwarzenegger in, in, in Total Recall.
5: <laughs>
3: you know, so, <laughs> so, right? So I found that out, and then that's where the first time I heard the word nigger. You know, okay, because we moved to the suburbs. Then it was like, kill the nigga. and I'm five. I'm riding my bike, a whole truck of white boys. Barely getting in the door. People throwing stuff through the window. Right. Nigga this, nigga that. So I went to my mom. And I said, who are these niggas we got to stay away from? <laughs> you know? You're talking she, about you, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And um, she told me. She said, um, this is one of her speeches. Right. She told me, hey, that's what people our color call people your color when they don't like them. I said, what color are you? She said, we're white. I said, no, you're beige. Because I learned my colors from the crayons. Right. She said, no, but that's what we call ourselves. And so I said, well, what does nigga mean? She said, well, that's what, that's what I mean, what does is, what is white cracker mean? She said, um, that's what your, your people call our people when they don't like them. I said, well, what color are they? She said, they're black. I said, they're not, they're brown. Right. I'm a brown one. And like, mm, that's, that's, that's where my, my, my whole, uh, as a child, mm-hmm. that messed me up for a long time. Right because i couldn't believe that i was divided by my loved ones by the color right and i always thought that that was stupid right but it's real right you know it's real it's not really real right cuz i am right about the litters right and i am right about us right because when we were in different civilizations in different colors anytime we would come up on another civilization that was a different color the girls would go those guys look pretty hot <laughs> and the guys <laughs> would go them girls look pretty hot right and suddenly we started mixing right It is the same thing, right? You see what I'm saying? Right. Take a Mm -hmm. DNA strand, right? You'll know, right? That wasn't because we exchanged DNAs, right? All right, you know that's more like D and Ps, right?
6: right?
3: (laughs) You just skip. I know, but I'm just. I'm talking to him, right? No, I better stop. (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) So, but that, but that was was the the catalyst, and I think I found my purpose in all that, right? You know, and that's why I feel comfortable. saying, I'm her greatest accomplishment because right. I believe I was. Right. I think she did that on purpose. Right. Jamie, I
4: read that you and Jamie didn't always have the mm-hmm. greatest relationship on set. Mm-hmm. Seemingly, you guys did a movie together, did booty calls. Uh-huh,
5: uh-huh.
4: So were you able to, what What caused the friction? Mm-hmm. And how were you able to get
3: past it? Mm-hmm. I got and a good, Shout out to Jamie. Shout oh. out to Jamie and, and prayers to- Yeah, you. man. Get well soon, them. Jamie. I called him, like, I make it a practice to be the first person to call. with something like that, I called Steril. I was one of the first people to call Steril. So she actually call me back. Mm-hmm. I said, thank you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause we was all like, what? Mm-hmm. You kidding me? The number one dude, you know what I mean? Right. Like never again, like we was like, good God. But I compare it to you and Derek. Right. You and Derek, Derek Thomas. Right. Both of y'all specimens, both of y'all special, both of y'all got speed. Both of y'all can do what y'all do at the highest level. Mm-hmm. But on Sunday.
4: We throw that friendship out the window.
3: What? Way out the window. Mm-hmm. Way out the window because it's a game. Mm-hmm. as long as we remember that, you know, once the game right. is over, yeah. then hey, right. okay, cool. Okay. But sometimes we don't remember that. Right. You know what I mean? And it takes time mm-hmm. and maturity to get to the point where you you start seeing it, yeah, it was a game right. that was tied into my career. Right. You know what I mean? So we had, our, we had our back and forths. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we had our negative, negative clashes. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one of the things I observed about uh, what Hollywood personalities sometimes experience is an uh, uh, inflated sense of self. OK. And are engaged in uh, an extreme amount of negative competitivism. Mm-hmm. You put those things together, and gee, you know. You know, look what happens. Mm-hmm. And I ain't gotta point it out. You can see it in every every aspect of what we right. do, you know? Right. But love that guy. Um, he's like the funniest dude ever, you know? Yeah. A little jealous at times because yeah. he's so sweet with it. He's sweet with it, man. Yeah. He, the way he sings. You know, I'm Very like. Very talented. I'm like, man. He can
4: sing can play the piano. Man. Obviously, you have comedic chops. Oh, man. Has range.
3: Range. Did that Ray thing.
4: Yeah, he and did Ray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He did. He did. The, uh, when he was in the movie with Tom Cruise. Yeah, man. Uh, he was the cat cab driver. Yeah,
3: all the stuff that he did is, is lovely. Yeah. And I'm a human. I want to do that too. Right. You see somebody hoisting it, right? Right. You want to hoist it. Right. Right? That's just natural. Yeah. Good friend of mine told me that's natural to do that because it's natural to want something that somebody else has. Right. You know what I mean? But just because I want because I want to have it, that doesn't mean I don't want you to have it.
4: That's I just what I was going
3: I just see you. You got it. And I feel comfortable that I can get it. That's what I was going to say. He said the worst thing is when you don't want something for somebody. Yeah.
6: Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No. So that that propensity right. that's in me. Right. I have to find ways. To see it straight and yeah, balanced, right? So I got asked by TMZ one time, right? They came to me and it was totally right. You know, Jamie's Jamie's kicking ass, man. He just finished a, 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 a Sunday, the one with Sunday that that movie mm-hmm. and this and that, pursuit of and, that, and yeah, no, uh, the any given Sunday, any given Sunday, Sunday yeah, he's yeah, 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 over yeah. here, he's doing that, he's doing that and doing this, man. He's doing all these things, man. You know, how do you feel about that? And I said, I said, I beat him in ping pong. 7 nothing skunk. Right. And he put the paddle down. He won't go no more. Right. And I played and I lost him, lost him, lost him, lost him, lost him two seasons in a row. Right. Overtime ping pong games. Finally, I got my touch now. Oh, you got your touch. Whap! Skunk. Let's go again. Down. You see what I'm saying? It's like as as silly as that, but real as that. Mm -hmm. You know, what does it really mean? Right. You know, if if I was if I was to um judge my success on somebody else's success, I sure am looking at my blessings limited.
4: Right. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? I do I do know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Because just be like, and my thing is is that I hate when, I hate when people say he or she did not deserve that. hmm Who are you to say God made
3: a mistake with my blessing? Hi, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You've yeah, heard that. Yeah, of course I have. Of course I have. I, I'm going to talk about a, a transformation I think you made. OK, I think somewhere between that last Super Bowl mm-hmm. and the next one, mm-hmm. you made a decision and it was, I think it was a good one, but I'm not sure. You said football's over and I'm going to do me now. And the only re- the only way I saw that was I saw a commercial mm-hmm. on the Super Bowl. And I was like shocked. I, it was like about an investment company or something. Yes, Charles Schwab. Yeah, yes, yeah, Charles Schwab. but you had the dialogue down. Right. It's some stuff I can't even hardly say, you know. Yeah, yeah but you got that because you got three yeah. percent. You got three percent this and that, that, yeah. that, and the other thing. And you had your helmet on. How do the, we calculate the you know, PE yeah, ratio? How do you calculate the PE ratio? No, 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 I'm like oh no, <laughs> You know, and then watched it. Right. And watched it. And watched it grow. I thought that that was the period. Right. Between the, that last one.
4: Right. What do you think? I remember doing the commercial, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, they did let me ad-lib. They let my personality. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, I just, you know, when you, uh, and you're and doing it, I mean, I'm not thinking mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm like, I'm just doing the thing. Mm-hmm. And I just remember the producer and the director and everybody uh-huh, said, uh-huh. man, that was unbelievable. You did an unbelievable job. You don't realize okay. how good you did. Okay. And then when the commercial actually came out, and to have people say that i did a good job and then people you know Mm. i'd walk by and people say shannon do you know how to calculate PE ratio (laughs) and that's it kind of like okay yeah i might i might could i might could do something like this
3: yeah you did it you know Yeah. where we at i mean it's just it's our our internal calculators Mm -hmm. add up our own stuff from our internal experiences you know what i mean so i saw it like that right you know um and I just think it's it's you know, for me it's a it's a wonderful world because I'm here. Right. You know, it ain't no guarantee. Right. You know? Um a lot of beautiful, great things happened, like the Denver years right. for me. Yeah. Cause not only was I invited by one of my best friends to give the ring ceremony, I did right. it twice. You're right, I know. Had I known you were a Minnesota you know Viking fan, I'd have blocked block that one. They are they they are no, but they became my favorite team for a couple of years. They did. How can you not? <laughs> you did. How can you, you not? R- you you ride a lot. Listen, I'm in I'm in, I'm in the booth with bowling. Right. Right. Meatballs on request. Right. Yeah. I'm seeing one of the cheerleaders. I'm in there with her parents in Pat's booth. They calling me. Uh, Neil calling me chicken. He mm-hmm. called me uh, yeah. Uh, uh, at. Yeah. You know you gonna be you gonna be at the Monday night game with Oakland. Right. Come on. On the field. Right? Yeah. So, you know, those were my NFL years. Right. But I learned something, too. What right, did you learn? Know, right. um, that the, the, the game doesn't stop on Sunday. It it stops on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Because y'all go straight from there, mm-hmm. early morning straight to the gym. And I was like, oh, well, why ain't they resting? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and um, Marcus Allen taught me this. Marcus right. said. Well, this is a work down, right you know you can't be up that far and then let all that stuff you beat them pulled something right so they work you work it back up right, and then you rest it right so it can get in place, right you know what I mean mm-hmm. working and working on stuff, working on film all of that right, and then Tuesday you, you know what I mean
4: yeah I, I mean I mean I was so I remember we played Mike, Mike the Dolphins on a Monday night mm-hmm. And we ended up, you know, getting back. I think we arrived back by the time we got to the plane and got back. Mm-hmm. I think it was probably 6, 37 o'clock. And so it's already Tuesday. And mm-hmm. I normally come in on Tuesday anyway. Okay. So I just changed, worked out, and then went home. Okay. Okay. That's how focused I was.
3: Hold on. I know about Georgia boys. <laughs> Willie Gump?
4: Yeah, yeah. Willie from Griffin.
3: Fridge and his brother. Who? Fridge and his brother. Oh, you know, no, they from Aiken, South Carolina. Okay. See, I'm getting it. <laughs> I thought I was a Negrologist. I got some <laughs> more. I got some. Uh, more, I got some Willie, more. Willie, Willie Gault, uh, Herschel
4: Walker, uh-huh. George Rogers. Uh, those are the guys that you would know. Obviously, Cam is from Georgia. Mm-hmm, Champ yes, Bailey's mm-hmm. from Georgia. Question: Where Dale Carter from? Dale Carter is from. Uh, he's from Georgia. Where did Joe- Dale play? From? Come what, on! I don't know what DC played at.
3: Where did DC? Georgia, play? though. Yeah, he's he's from Georgia. Tell me, he wasn't the coldest shutdown.
1: Yeah,
4: I mean, one of the coldest
3: shutdowns in the league. Man, I don't know what that. Nah, you got Dale. These. Love Dale. I don't know. I don't. I know. think Dale and Dale. I think Dale is one of the one of the best man. Yeah, him and Everson Walls, boy. Yeah. Anyway, when, okay. when
4: when you doing that, you see J Lo. She starts as a fly girl, mm-hmm. and now she's one of the biggest stars did did you did you did you could you project could you see that jim and jamie and j-lo and and john leguizamo could you could you foretell that they were gonna be
3: that yeah yeah i could because because i know that anything is possible in that business if you're talented right you know but it's the it's the other stuff Mm -hmm. that has to line up right it has to line up right right you know what i mean right you know, there's, the, there's all these industries. There's publicity. Right. There's the agent industry. Right. There's the management industry. Right. There's the studios. Mm-hmm. There's the networks. There's all this stuff that, you know, you got to do right. Line it up. It- you got to do right. And the next step and the next step and the next step mm-hmm. to get to that point. Right. So it's possible to do. Right. You know, it's right. possible because you can navigate it. Right. Do, it's persistence and right. all that good stuff. Right. Right. But I never knew that some of them would stop talking to me when they got to that point. Oh, man. See? Sorry. So I never knew that. Because I was always curious. Right. You know, how you did it, man. I right. A study, you know, like. So was, you had the numbers
4: it, like, when you was on working on Live Color, and then all of a sudden they become something else, and now all of a sudden they
5: do 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 mm. Yeah,
4: I'm The no, number sir. you call
3: is no longer
6: you No, know, all, all you of them, feel, all of them for her. Coming, eh,
3: eh. All of them her. I was like, you know. Oh. Um, um, I remember seeing her.
6: Right.
3: And this ain't no, um. Uh, J-Lo because right. she's crazy, right. talented. Right. Come on. Right. Can't put nothing on her. And she's a great actress, too. Right. You know, but, but um, we used to hang out with, with me, her, my ex. We used to go to dinner together. Right. You know, and I met her with Keenan at Strictly Business. Right. Because he brought her in my trailer while I was doing a movie, and I was like, what is
6: that? Right.
3: Right? Right. And then she showed up to be a fly girl, and she worked her ass off. Right. She worked her ass off. She was every day and she was messing around with scripts. I was like, this girl gonna be something, and she was. So I saw her at the upfronts. Um, it was me and Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. And he's like, there's, um, there's, there's Jennifer Lopez over there. You know her, right? I'm like, yeah, I know her. So I go over there and I'm like, what's up, girl? Shoot, man, you blew up, what, what is going on? She was like, hey. I was like, so what's going really? on? What's going on, you know? Just living like, you know, getting some little carrot dip. And I'm going, you know, what's in that carrot dip? You know, because she's yo dipping my ass. You know what I mean? Right. And so so that happened once. And then um, I was on a face break. I had to look around and see if anybody saw that. Right. You know? Did anybody just see her put a hatchet through my forehead? Right. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you know. And so, um, we had the same manager at the same time, so I just avoided her because you never know what someone's going through that right, day. Right, right. I could be misreading. Right, it. right. You know, I always got to get the love, but that, right. but that's from my profile.
0: Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Don't miss the full season of FX's epic limited series, Shogun, set in feudal Japan. Shogun tells the story of one warrior in the fight of his life as a mysterious European ship arrives in Japan. Catch FX's new international spy thriller, The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. The Veil is a globe-trotting game of truth and lies between two women with thousands of lives hanging in the balance. And crime fans, don't miss the all-new series, Under the Bridge. Inspired by shocking true events, starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. Under the Bridge tells the haunting story of a murder that lays bare a small community's darkest secrets. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and is waiting for you on Hulu.
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
3: Right, for being the black and between the white right. and all that, so I'm needy in that right. way. I can admit that. Right. But I do love love. Right.
4: Well, she might be. Listen, you, you know? can only judge a person by the experience that you have, have with the person. Right. She might be. She might be a great person to to CJ right. And, right. and Hollywood
3: right. and all about my guy Jordan. Right. But your experience in that moment was right. not love. Was not great. Right. And so I gave it some time and stuff, and I, I never blamed the person. Right. You know, I just try to try to work with myself. on Right. That. You know, how could she, she, she hate you? You're right, up, you know, right. I had to work on that. And so she, we had the same um, manager at one time. Right. And she was doing a video up in up in, um, in, the block. Yeah, Jenny, 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 Jenny from the block. Block, 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 right, right. that one. And so um, he said, why don't you go and visit her on the set, man? She would love to see you. And I was like, nah, that's all right. That's all right, man. Right. He's like, nah, man, come on, man. This is you. Come on, man. I was like, Nah, that's all right, man. Right. That's all right, cause one time is enough right. for me. Right. You know, I don't right. gotta steal another base. If if it's one and out, hey, I'll get. <laughs> I, I'll wait till the next up. Right? right. So I go down on the platform, and there she is. You know, uh, and I tell you, the only thing that saved me, um, I walked down the platform, and she was looking at the at the at the screens mm-hmm. with all the rest of the dancers. Right. You know. And um, Benny's all proud that he's standing with me, you know? Benny Medina, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he put the last name on that, OK? All right. Um, um, so <laughs> him, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 so I get down to the, to the end of the thing, and I look at her. And Benny's going, come on, man, let her know you're here, man. I'm like, hi, man. And I go, Jennifer, what's up? And she goes, hey. So that was like the last, you know? I don't know how she's going to be when I see her next, but the next time I saw her, I avoided her. Right. Because I don't like feeling that way. Right. I don't want to be around anybody yeah. who makes me feel like not, I'm, I'm not important. I'm less than because. Well, You're going to make me feel like I ain't important? You know, I, I worked at a hospital when I was 15, and everybody that worked there was black and were in the Korean War. Mm-hmm. All of them were veterans, you know? And they taught me everything, right? They taught me everything about cooking, everything about life.
0: You know, just imagine if right. they were like
3: that to me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, imagine that. Right. You know, my math teacher, uh, uh, Ms. Coleman, mm-hmm. Jewish woman, lived down the street from the elementary school. And I couldn't get my math right. She was like a substitute teacher. Mm-hmm. And she said, why don't you come over to my house? So I go over to her house after school and she would work with me on math and work with me on math and work. I was never that great in math. But I have more confidence about doing it. Right. What would happen if she, hey.
6: Right.
3: You know, so I just remember those things. Right. And that's just me as an right. individual. That's all. That's just what makes the furnace in me run. Right. You know, and right. I delight in that. People come to me and say, man, you came to you came to Afghanistan. And 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 I you look at this, this is the picture. You know what I'm, I mean? Yeah. We were at your show in Kansas City, man. and My grandmother came, man. You took some pictures of her and everything, right. man. She's gone now, man. But let me tell we you appreciate something. Appreciate that. That was one of her her greatest moments. Right. When I look, when you look back
4: at you mm-hmm. look at the '90s. '90s might have been the greatest. Maybe the '70s because they have some mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, some children. Mm-hmm. But the '90s with Martin and Living Single and, uh, and All Living love, Color. Oh, yeah, yeah, Will gonna... we ever see?
3: Black TV again, like we saw in the 90s. I don't think so, but we'll see black TV. Yeah. You know, it won't be the same sensibility. Right. You know, Um, you see black TV now, you know, see a bunch of rich black chicks with Range Rovers having a, 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 a beautiful cocktail. Right. With Gucci purses and. And, oh, are we and, talking about the housewives, of Atlanta, I ain't talking about toilet. nothing. I'm just saying. I'm that, just asking you just, I'm what I'm you talking saying, about. I'm just saying you see shows like this, and and so here you are, and they're there, and they got it all, you know, the American dream, and but yet it's like, bitch, I slapped your head off, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see a, we'll a, um, a, a mini series. That's mm-hmm. a great one. It's a drama, mm-hmm. and it's the whole thing, you know. But but you you know you'll see somebody's gun, the the. the the, the, the muzzle of the gum in someone's nose, you know. Right. You gonna give me that now? You gonna, you, you gonna give it to me now? Give it to me? You know, sorry about that. Right. You know? Yeah. That's what I, I'm i seeing. I'm seeing a lot of that. But Whereas no more. Whereas back then. No living single, no Martin. You were, well these shows were about, about, uh, what was this the, called? Love, the love about us. Yeah. The love about right. the love about blacks and right. how we are. Right. You know, we got to be loving and caring uh based on the atmosphere. Right. We were all we had. You see? Right. We were all we had mm-hmm. so and we were up against every odd you can imagine. Mm-hmm. We have no work incentive. Right. You know, y'all lazy, well, what you gonna pay me? You know what I mean? Right. Well if I'm lazy, why you sit up on the porch with men julep and we out here picking? Right. How do I get your trait and I do your work? Right. You see what I'm saying? So we lived through all of that, and are able to laugh and have joy, right. because that's our survival. But that's also who we really are: right. the first to forgive. Right. You know, you, you know, you, you, if you, if a black, per- if a white person came to a black church, they leave there sanctified and, and full of food. You know, you might go to a white church and be like, I don't know if I want to step in there. Right. You know what I mean? It's nothing about the people itself. It's just a certain spiritual aspect about us that came out of that tragedy.
6: Right. That's beautiful. Right.
3: You know what I mean? So I love to see, see uh, different manifestations of that. Right. So Martin, this couple that was trying to make their way in the world. Man, that was awesome. You know, living single. These black women who were like best friends making their way in the world. Right. You know, so, and what do we need most? We need help making our way in this world. Right. You know, we know what the world is. You know, you got somebody shooting up kids in the school. Mm-hmm. Can't do nothing about it because nobody will get them from stop selling drugs. Right. You know, mm-hmm. all the stuff that we we see, but somehow there's this 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 membrane that keeps us all together. Right. You know. Right. hmm You were in CB Four with Chris Rock. What's your relationship with Rock? That's my man. That's we we our well, man. We've been buddies for so far back. We were the first ones here in Hollywood. Right. It was me. Rock and Martin. Right. We were the young ones. Right. We were the young guns coming in here. Did you reach out to Rock when he went through that episode with Will Smith? I did, but he didn't call me back, though. But he finally called me back. Right. You know? And, yeah, see um, I mean, yeah. You, you yeah. know, you probably want to leave. I know what he was going through. So I was like, the first thing I thought about was his mama. I said, man, she about to kill somebody right now. You know? But you're not surprised <laughs> that he reacted the way that he did. No.
4: When Chris said what he said. Right. Do you think, did you think it warranted
3: that? No, but I ain't him. Okay. You know? Right. I kind of looked at what he was up against Mm -hmm. as him, about what I know about him. Right. You know? But you said that day,
4: he might've just been having a bad day. That might not be the person that he is, Mm -hmm. but that was the person that he
3: was that day. I think it was fear. Fear can do some things. When emotions is high, common sense at all time low. Right. right? This is the first time that they actually even acknowledge me to get an Oscar. Right. This is the one I did my best job at. Right. Right? I've been on social media trying to be cool through this whole thing that's happening with me and my wife. I don't got to go into specifics. If anybody had a camera come in their house with them and their wife mm-hmm. or them, them as a marriage, they would burn their house down to keep you out of there. Right. Because some things ain't nobody's business. Correct. So he's dealing with that and balancing his whole, his whole persona. He is Will Smith. Right. He's and one of the, he, 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 he never gonna stop. He always gonna be the best. And and to me, he's a winner. You know, and we do do any of us have moments? Yes. Yeah, that's why the dude wrote in the sand, to let the first one throw the stone without the sand. Yeah.
4: We've all had more. You
3: know, if, if the whole world was eye for eye, we'd all be sitting here going, hey, give me some water, you know? And so I just thought it was fear. But that's just my take mm-hmm. because it was all on the line. It was all on the line. It's like the, it was getting really hot. Right. You know, a person jumps out of the World Trade Center at the 118th floor. Right. And, and you go, why would they do that? Because the pain got so intense. Right. They didn't care. They just want to really fast. Right. You know, and I thought that that's what really happened was that he just was extremely frightened about not getting in at what people think. They're already thinking this. Thinking, mm-hmm. You know, and um, he, I don't say, I wouldn't say he was wrong for being fearful, you know. Correct me but if i wrong. But right. wrong right. for busting somebody in the mouth. Right. Then he did nothing to you. Right. You know, Jada, Jada, pick You can't put it on that. No, 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 no. But,
4: but, yeah. she, she, her, mm-hmm. she, I heard, I read what mm-hmm. she cut filming short mm-hmm. so you could actually talk to your birth mom.
3: Oh, yeah. They're good friends. How did it. Jada's but, oh, like, Jada, okay, Jada's yeah. from that area. Jada's from yeah, Baltimore. Jada's like one of my best friends, yeah. You know, we are real, real tight. Right. And she saw that something was wrong with me one day. I don't know how. You know how you know people? Yeah, yes, yes. And so we about to do the scene, and I'm laughing and joking. She said, what's wrong with you? I said, what you talking about, man? Go ahead, girl. And she said, something's wrong with you. What's going on? Right. I'm like, what you talking about? What's going on? She said, something's wrong. She said, come here. What's happening with you? I'm like, girl, (laughs) what are you talking about? I said, I just met my real mother for the first time. Wow. She said, that's it. You guys, that's a wrap for the day. Go deal with that, man. You can't be exposed to that right now and, and be normal under no circumstances. Right. Go deal with that.
4: So what was the conversation like with your, so how long, cause mm. you had never met your birth mother? Never. And so how old were you when this happened? I think I was probably about 34. So you have a conversation with your birth mother. Mm-hmm.
3: How did that, how did, so what, how did that conversation start? It was hard. Cause she's like, hi baby. And just said, I was like, this ain't my mother. Right. You know, instinctively. Right. In my gut. You mean my mom. Right. You know what I mean? And so we talked, and it was really just kind of a, kind of a, how's the sunshine and that kind of thing. Right. It's really good to meet you. You know? And she's like, likewise. You know, stay in touch and that thing. Did you? Uh, Yeah, I did. But I went through a lot over that. Right. Because it triggered some stuff in me. That was from so far back. Right. As long as I wasn't exposed to her, I never would have started experiencing the things I s- experienced inside. Mm-hmm. I started really experiencing, like, like, you think, you think, like, anxiety? Man, like, like, low, low, low sadness and, and, and anxiety. And like, I started feeling really crappy. And, um, and um, I didn't expect it either because my mom never told me she was going to do that. Right. My mom, she said, I got your mom on the phone, your real mom. Uh-huh. And I found her randomly in the database because she worked at um, Housing and Urban Development. Right. So she saw her name and she said, This can't be her. And it was her. Right. You want to talk to her? And I was like, I don't know. I'm on the set now. I'm now. Like, I want to sit now. I don't know.
4: So what questions did you have? Did you have? Why did you give me up? Why didn't you keep me? Did we you ask
3: get, it? Mm, we didn't get to it then. It wasn't until later. Later. Mm-hmm. You know, we did. we actually did therapy together. Wow. You know? And we actually got to the point where I remember going to visit. I saw the whole family. So I was filled with joy just to see people my color. Right. That looked like me. Looked like all my little kids. We got the same little nose and everything. Right. So that was good to see. But I went over there just to really visit the family.
6: Right. Right.
3: And um, on Easter, Mm -hmm. uh, Easter was the day my, my natural brother lost his life. Okay. Died that day. Right. So I was like, let me just go over there, give love to that. You know, I'm, 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 I'm a person of the world. Right. And so as they were doing the prayers, she and she's a, a Baptist minister. Okay. So she goes around the country, you know, doing that. And so she's going to say the prayers. And during the prayers, she started saying, uh, Tommy was a hard baby to take care of. He had whelps all over his body, you know, and he would bleed over those and he'd cry a lot. It's hard to take care of it. And his mother stole her from, him from me and blah, well, blah, blah, blah. That's not the time for... Right, right, right. Oh, so man. I'm there. Sorry to hear that, Tommy. Yeah, man, that, that, it hurt, but I'm Barbara Davidson's son now. Right? So I just said, took a deep breath and I, I took over. I said, you guys, I, I, don't th- I don't think today is about that. Right. You know, that was so long ago and the world was so different back then. You know, I'm the person that I am now, you know? And, and um, who stole who from, it doesn't even matter. It's, 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 a, it's a, a, a miracle, really, because here I am. Right. Part of both of y'all, you see what I mean? Right. And um, I, this is the day that we should be thinking about our man. Right, his home going. Right. And, and after they dropped hands, I was like, I looked at my nephew, who I love so much, and my bigger brother, who remembered me being left. My only two, only the two oldest ones remember me. Right. The rest of them are like, you mean my brother's on not live in color? You crazy. Right. They were crying like, oh man, it's so good to see you. When I first met him, it was on Christmas. My brother, like a big brother could do, you know this.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: He walked me to the elevator. He told me, look at me, right here. I'm your brother, your big brother here. Yeah? And I was like, yeah. You know, Mm
6: -hmm. that's that's one of them
3: things that you Mm got to you got to give them that. You ain't going. to Right. You see what I mean? Right. And he meant it. Right. And I left out of there. And then one of her sisters, one of my mother's sisters, stopped me at the stairs and said, good for you. Good for you. Somebody need to tell her something. You know, I said, thank you. And then we left. And then my, my nephew turned to me as we were driving. He said. You know what, Tommy? I think what happened just now is probably the best thing that ever happened to my family. You know, and I was able to convince her to come to therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, with my mother, and we did it, and that's when it all came out. Right. She was there in that kind of denial, and it was a family session. Right. So all fam families talk about their issues, and then they have a group of people that trust each other give feedback on what she heard. She was trying to place the blame on right. someone else other than where right. the blame should have been placed. Right, and everybody saying, Tommy, I'm named after her. She's right. a country girl, Tommy Jean. Right. So my mother gave me her name. Right. Right? And, and everybody was saying, hey, you know, it sounds like you're blaming it on them and it. that's what it sounds like it all of them had feedback. Right. So when it came back to her, it was like, it was something to watch. Wow. She started trembling mm-hmm. and she like went into like a like a seizure like you know and she was in on herself and threw up and all that stuff and then um they came back and got her together and she came back to the room and she told me what happened wow she said i was scared she said i was 19 i already had four kids wow I was seeing a guy who was fifty-something, who already had a family and he was rich. He was rich in country terms, because I'm R- from Greenville, Mississippi. Oh, uh, okay. So if you if you're an undertaker, you know you up with the, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was his chick on the side, you know. And plus, I got I got strung out on heroin. Mm-hmm. So I was out in the streets. I had the kids, and I was losing it, man. And I got scared. I got an opportunity to go to Detroit or to move the kids to to um. Milwaukee, I just left you. I just put it out of my mind. You know, she was crying hysterically. And then I saw her in that, in that state. And I was able to forgive her. Because wow. I saw it.
6: Right.
4: But you dealt with some issues of your own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did that traumatic experience play a role mm-hmm. in what you ended up having to deal with and what you had to overcome?
3: I think it was all of it. It was it was it was all of it. It was just my life up to that point, you know, and it was a meant to be pro- process that I had to go through, you know, to get to know God a little bit better mm-hmm. and get to know what His intention was for me. Okay, you know, I I was um, going through like, like the 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 bottom, you know, and I had dealt with everything—drugs, drink, all of it. And I was in my in my bedroom by myself in the dark. All my good friends were like gone. They're like, we can't we can't watch this. Right. So my friend, God bless him and his family, Major Brown, uh, from they from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I never seen a no black folks like that ever. I, I never see I never met black black people from the south.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Y'all were a revelation to me. Y'all, hold, <laughs> y'all are a whole different thing, man. So they sent me a prayer card. I'll tell you how different y'all are. Major went, I went to vi- visit his, his family and his grandmother answered the door, right? And she about 90, she opened the door and she said to him, give it to me. I was like, huh? She said, give it to me. And he's standing there. <clears throat> she said, come on, give it to me. And he did his Easter recital. Word for word, you know, it's a different thing, mm-hmm. you know? So... They sent me a prayer cloth, right, Mm -hmm. from the whole family prayed on it, you know. And I put it between my Bible and I was like, yeah, man, it works, I guess, of whatever, right, right. And then a sister called me. Bing. And I picked up the phone. And she said, you know what, Tommy? She said, sometimes we just have to hang. We have to hang in there. Mm -hmm. We got to hang like he did, in pain and have faith that it's going to pass. Right. She said, you think that felt good? One he, here, one uh-huh. here, one here, and he's yeah. and his body weight is only holding him?
4: Crucifix on his head.
3: You think that felt good?
4: Crown of thrones on his head. Right.
3: Even he doubted it, even at a point he was saying, what the hell? Right? But that faith. Right. Right? She said, sometimes we just got to hang in that pain. And I hung in it. How hard was it? Look, Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer it's Mm -hmm. a lot
4: easier going through something Mm -hmm. in private. Mm
6: -hmm.
4: You're a public person Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you're going through your addictions, Mm -hmm. a public figure Mm -hmm. in a public way. Mm -hmm. Did it make it more difficult? Did it make you ashamed? Mm -hmm. Did it make you withdraw? Mm -hmm.
3: Actually, in ways it did, but it didn't because I got to the point where it didn't matter. It wasn't about that. It was about me. Right. It was about me being alive. Right and me being able to uh, enjoy what life has to give me. Right. Because I really didn't know. Right. My auntie told me, you ain't know no better. You know? Right. I remember going to her when I had a year sober. She's, I said, auntie, I got a year sober. She said, now, don't you feel better? I said, yeah, I feel better. She said, that's all that matter is that you feel better. And She said, I got to go to the store, you know? Right. So it was like one of those things where I had to, Dig in and do the work so that I can keep the life I have. And I had to realize that it was good in the first place. Right. You know, and there was a lot of stuff shrouding that stuff. Right. That's why I wrote the book. I wrote the book because if I can do it. Others can. Then others can. And if I be specific, that's why I don't go into specific. That's why I got my book. Because it's a one-on-one experience when you read it. So you can get to it. And I also did the voiceover. Right so you can really hear one-on-one, you know? Right. And that was my gift back to the good universe and to the God I know and to all the love that I got from all the people Right. you know, that didn't even know me. You know, when I lived in the, when I, when I lived in the um, Midwest when I was a kid, I never heard the word nigga from no white person. white person. White people ain't the same. They all don't think the same. They all don't hate us. I don't care what nobody says. I'm speaking from my experience.
4: That's all you can speak from.
3: Right? How Mm -hmm. can I become me and not know that as a fact? Right. Right? Right. So it just became a very important book for me because I realized that I can take all those experiences that I went, that I paid for, Mm -hmm. through through sadness, through despair. And all of that all of that, mm-hmm. and let me put it in a book that they can grab and go through, and maybe they can compare what they're going through What's with up, what I was man? going through, like I did with books. You're right. Like I did with stuff people gave mm-hmm. me. Let me pass it on. Right. Let me pass it on. Mount Rushmore. Who's your Mount Rushmore comedian? Um <laughs> me, no. <laughs> um,
4: um,
0: um,
3: um, it was Pryor, Eddie, Cosby, Fox, Jay, uh, uh, Red or Jamie? Red. Okay. Um, we're talking about stand-up. Yeah. Okay, stand-up comedy. Um, I'm gonna forget his name. Um, Pryor, Fox. Red. Red. No, Pryor,
4: uh, Fox. Cosby, Red, um, 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 uh, uh, Red Fox is the same person. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I, you know, Richard Pryor. Uh, yeah, Red Fox, right? Bill Cosby. Right? You got one more. I get one more. That's yeah, that's, that's Mount Rushmore. You got four heads on Mount Rushmore.
3: I'll okay, get five. Uh, no. Not a bonus. Okay. Nope. Skip. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Skip give me bonus. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> Man, sit
6: down. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't <it> a <laughs> show,
3: baby. Titans be holding too. Yeah. You just can't see it. Uh 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 So, so um Bernie. I'ma have to say George Carlin. I'ma have to throw him in there. I thought you was gonna go Chappelle. Oh man, but that's my contemporary. S- so you know
4: what? That's the exact same thing Smooth said. Yeah. I had JB Smooth, then he said, mm-hmm. man, it's great as Chappelle live. He's a contemporary. I can't put him up
3: there. Yeah. Yeah, it's not It's not like, but I put him up there because I don't understand that boy. I don't understand him. You know, I'm sweating by the end of a show because that's my the way I do shows. Right. He can stand there and smoke a cigarette. Yeah. You know? It's something about him and the times that we're in Right. where he's able to make everybody laughed during these circumstances right and that gotta take a genius yeah you know he grew up in my neighborhood near right my neighborhood yeah he used to be scared of us right like even still today he'd be oh, i'm like that's a long time ago man right you know what i mean like you know we're always different um but it's just the amazing things that he can do right he can say some things that nobody can say he tell a story man he could tell. No I mean, one can say that, right? And he make you know. I, I'm saying,
4: I guess yeah, there's truth that mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. there's truth in comedy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he can tell he can tell a
3: story truthfully and make it funny. Mm-hmm. Now he looks like Schmeagle. I'm just kidding, but but I'm just saying <laughs> I'm a big Lord of the Ring. That's a long right. has nothing to do with anyway. Right. I like the name Smigel anyway. So 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 um, he's a, he's a genius, and all of him is right. Man, every time I say I'm the best, I look at somebody and go, Well, you know, you know, hey, you got some more work to do Mm still, still, you know, because it's a process. Right. Right? You add things on, you know, and you can always have room for growth.
4: Well, I'm discounting your what you call them because Murphy (laughs) better be on my Rushmore too.
3: I put him, didn't I? No. I put Eddie first. Prior. Check the tapes. Did he put Eddie? No. Didn't I say Eddie first? No. I meant to say Eddie first though. No, you, you must be talking about Eddie Haskell. I, must, I, I, I meant to say Eddie first though. No, you didn't. Skip. Nope. No. No. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey,
4: I'm gonna get you out of here. You got a few more. All right. P. Diddy was your assistant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What kind of assistant was P. Diddy? Because uh-huh. you remember he had that mm-hmm. uh, he had that reality show
3: and he was trying to find a sister. He, right. he, right. he worked. He worked. Dog worked the dog at him, man. Um, you working? Nah, nah. I did. I, I How you let to. him out the hood? I didn't have to. I didn't have to. He was a hard worker. Okay. He okay. was smart as a whip. He's there for everything I need. We was out every night in New York. Mm-hmm. He took me to every club. And I knew it was going to be something. But I didn't know it was going to be mm-hmm. like that yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, I knew he was. that boy was smart. First thing he said to me was, you got to get rid of this widow's peak. And I was like, I ain't getting rid of no widow peak. He said, but when it get on the big screen, it's going to look big. I said, man, this is mine. This is right. the way I do my thing. Man, Strictly Business came on and I seen it I look like a vampire <laughs> <laughs> with a shark fin. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And I was like, damn, if he was right, man. You know? He was sharp. Um, and he, he's a cool kid. A cool kid is right. straight up. Yeah. I saw him um, um, bust one of the, one of the um, big union dudes in the face. Right. You know, because the union dude was up on him. Right. He tried to warn him. So I'm just dropping his bags off. You got to get that out of here. You know, I'm just trying to, I'm his assistant. I'm trying to drop his bag off. He said, get it out of here and get it out of here now. He said, well, why am I, how am I going to put it to, and the big dude lunged, and he bop. Caught him with the corner of the corner, 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 mm-hmm. in the corner, corner, corner. Opened and, him up. Yeah, and the corner was like, you know, you know, it was like Denzel when he was getting whipped, you know? Yeah. In glory.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and the terror came out that side you know what I mean? right yeah and um um he was calling around and he called me and said i can't get out and i said i come down there and i just tried my, my influence and my my, my name and, and they, all that and they said they let him out on his personal recognizance and that's one person they never forgot me never we still we still like that wow you know he's shorter than me because i'm older than him right you know what i mean but shorty man He's, he's gone to a, a whole nother level. Right. I wish I could talk to him sometime. Right. I wish we had that, because that, that, I can help him too, I think. Right. You know, but I think I can help everybody. Right. But I wish I had an opportunity to do that, but I do. Right. I just can't choose who I'ma right. do it with. Right.
4: Anything you like to promote, I know you're a musician, but you got a website.
3: I got a website. What is it? I don't know, I'm asking you. It's your website.
0: The Tommy Davidson.
3: My website is The Tommy Davidson. What the is as a matter of fact. So what is the website? What are you doing on the website? Everywhere. You can get me everywhere. You can get my music. You can get my tour. Okay. You can get clips. Right. I got a tie line. We've been meeting to bring you that ever since you got on TV. Okay. We gotta send you some. Okay. Um everything that I've done, sketches. Right. You know, everything about me. You can and it'll take you to it'll take you straight to TikTok. Okay. Straight to Instagram. It's like my central, central place. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've just been blessed. You right. know, I got I gotta A new single out, I Know. It's called I Know, my new song, Right, I Know, with Richard Elliott. Right. I broke it into smooth jazz. Who knows where I'm going to go next? Right. You know, I've been able to get into the smooth jazz industry as a singer. Right. When I saw Jamie as a singer, I was like, okay, that's good because he broke it in. But I wanted to do that. Right. But I had to find the right lane for me. Right. Right? Right. Like, what does a coach bring to to your team? They bring their philosophy, right? Right. How they work it, right, right, and then you guys kind of shape it with what y'all do, right? You know, when we did this at this mm-hmm. school or whatever, they can right. modify it and not be too too rigid, right? That no, that's what we're doing. And how many coaches mm-hmm. have we seen? Yes, gone because of that. System,
4: this is the system that you I run. You see what I'm so saying?
3: Exactly. So that's kind of how how I looked at right. music. Where can I be most successful now? Where can I have it be something genuine, mm-hmm. you know, and real about me right. with the music, right? And how can I help? The listener okay, you know when I see our kids listening to what's on, what's going on in the radio now right I don't really see a lot of stuff that can really help them right grow and be and be much much stronger right you know, spiritually stronger, mentally stronger right um, I just don't see that happening in the music that's coming out of them mm-hmm. you know I'm going to do the music that's natural mm-hmm. to me right and just let it be right you know I'm gonna just stay in my lane right and just do what I do and just let it kind of flower from there because I've been a musician and a singer since I was a little kid. Right. You know? Uh-huh. And so I'm just, I do like Plexico did. Plexico, uh, 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 they had him in an interview, right? Right. All right, Plexico, you, you, you shot yourself in the, in the leg, you were in jail, you know, a whole year off, you're here in the Super Bowl, you catch the clutch, catch. To close this thing out what 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 do you what do you what do you attest for that he said i just asked god this morning if you just get me to the field i'll appreciate just that ray ray you were up for a drug i mean the shootings mm-hmm. you were it, about to go to jail it's a whole season the, the Patriots put up a, a thing This is your your party mm-hmm. you end up getting mvp in the big old dancing hoisting What do you attest to that? He said, well, I knew God wouldn't put me through such a trial unless there was a triumph behind it. I got brand new ears where I can hear. Right. I can hear it. The O'Bannons won the national championship, Mm -hmm. right? And they were the last seed and all this. And they asked him, you know, how did you do this? And they said, we went this season by faith and not by sight. You know, and these are Mm -hmm. principles that that I think are important for me. Right. But this is my society, too. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Just Because I'm African, I'm culturally African and I'm an African-American here, doesn't mean I'm outside of humanity. Right. I'm a part of humanity, too. Right. So why can't I speak on all our behalf? Everybody else do.
6: Right. Exactly.
3: I got I got some input. Right? And it's valid. Right. You know? If I wasn't worth nothing, they wouldn't have brought me over here. (laughs) There you go. We got it done, man. We got it done. That was years of passing each other, man. Years. Thank you, man. Thank you. For letting me talk, man. Thanks for sharing your story. You got it, Shane.
4: Really appreciate it. Club Shay Shay. Tommy Davis.
3: All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice the swipe, all my life, I've been grinding all my life, look, all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle pay the price.
5: Wanna slice, got to roll the dice the swap all my life, I've been grinding all my life.
4: When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 10,0 000 mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do